Enjoying the quarantine, as I'm sure you are. That's good. Uh, what's your favourite body of water? I think my favourite. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. Um, are we talking name bodies of water, or can I pick like just the pond outside my house? Or... Yeah, you can pick a pond outside your house if you want. I mean, I think probably my favourite body of water would have to be <sighs> Atlantic Ocean. It's pretty fucking massive. Why not? That's such an obvious choice. I know, but it's quite a lit ocean as they go. That's true. Fair enough. And we also have Walker, Alex Walker, with us today. How are you? I'm good, mate. How are you? I'm very good. What have you been uh, achieving during coronavirus lockdown? Um, finished off all my uni work as of today. Oh, big props. Claps. Thank you very much. These were snaps as well. Um, I've also <laughs> what? Salty snapping in the background. <laughs> <laughs> in case clapping makes you feel anxious, lad. What is snaps? Well, snaps is just like isn't it? Just feel like people who are oversensitive. Like it's just less less noise and clapping, isn't it? Yeah, because I think some people do. They do jazz hands, don't they? Which is even worse for a podcast because otherwise we'd just be sat here like spangs, waving at our computers. <laughs> If you imagine That's doing true. jazz hands if you're blind, what benefit has that got to you? Well, I think you do it if, if you're deaf rather than if you're blind. If you've got a blind person in the school and everyone's like, oh yeah, jazz hands. Not if you wouldn't it. do it for them, you'd do it for someone who was deaf. Like, if you've got a blind person, then they can hear the clapping. Like, there's no, there's no issue with traditional clapping. In hindsight, wasn't as funny as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> and I'd like that to be erased from the podcast. <laughs> I think that stays. <laughs> I don't think it. No, that can't stay. It's awful. Yeah, I'm gonna have fun editing this. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I was gonna ask Hilton how his quarantines go, but I, I can see by his uh, um, fitness Instagram, all he's doing is doing push-ups in his fucking living room. So uh, no, literally, I don't have anything else in my life. Subscribe, subscribe to at HC Fitness, please. <laughs> That's not even the account. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine shouting out my fitness account and shouting out some poor, random, unwitting prick who's going to get followed by get, one person. We might get sponsors. It's the only reason he did the podcast is some publicity on it. Yeah. Welcome to Where's Johnny, sponsored by Bulk Powders. Sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. So, Alex, what's your favourite YouTube advert? My favourite YouTube adverts? Yeah. <laughs> I've got ad blocker on. It's a bit boring. So I don't know. I'm, I'm not up to date on it. I'm absolutely fucking out. I just killed, just killed Hilton. <laughs> Your favorite YouTube advert. All I can think of is Mike Chang. 
<laughs> no, the other one was um back in the day, Ty Lopez, the guy in here in my garage my new Lamborghini from the drive in the Hollywood Hills. Oh, <laughs> Do you know he's like a legit millionaire, Ty Lopez? I don't even know who the, the guy is. I don't know who he is. You, you never saw those adverts back in the day on YouTube. It was like on it was on every video. This guy paid and he, he had this proper BTEC looking garage with for some reason a random library. I'm fairly new to YouTube. You'd never watched it before? No, not really. It never really interested me at all. Then now found a few channels that I like and just went with it. What's your favourite YouTube at the minute then? Um at the moment I'm quite a fan of David Dobrik, to be fair. Yeah. I do quite like them, just the vlogs that he does, because they're just it's a bit random, aren't they? And they're like, they're feel-good kind of things that he does. Never really watched him, to be fair. They're like four minutes long, though, aren't they? Yeah, you get through about, I don't know, 20 a night, because you just lose track of time, because you think, oh yeah, one, and then you're up to like 2 a.m., and your eyes are hurting. And you realise you've overdone it. I mean, at least you're doing YouTube right then. That's exactly what the, the website was designed for. Yeah. I'm going a pro already. <laughs> Should go watch Life in Jars. What's that? It's about a guy. He goes to like rivers and stuff. He fills like a jar of mud and water and then see what lives in it for about like a couple of weeks afterwards. You are such a geography nerd. <laughs> that sounds yeah. awful. What size jars are we talking? I'm presuming like not jam big, jars. Like, no, like quite big jars. Like. My thought was, how the fuck are you fitting a pike in a jam jar? <laughs> it doesn't go and fish a pike out the fucking river. He <laughs> just like... He fucking lit if he did. Just get, gets the jars, puts some water in. And obviously there's like loads of Loads of tiny animals that are in the in the water, and a lot of a lot of um like especially for sea sea animals, a lot of the larvae is like microscopic, so they just grow up. They eat the other larvae in there, reproduce a bit maybe. We have got massively sidetracked here, haven't we? I know. <laughs> I know. This is a conspiracy. <laughs> nice segue. Oh man. <laughs> So why why do why do we want to talk about conspiracies? What draws you to conspiracies, Hill? I mean, I think everyone loves a good conspiracy theory, really. I, I reckon Alex has got it nailed on the head with how you use YouTube. Is that you start watching something nice and innocent, you say he's watching David Dobrik, falls asleep with his phone still on, wakes up three o'clock in the morning, and all of a sudden someone's telling him that the moon landing was fake, that all the royal family are lizards, and that's just accepts as your new social norm. So, like, everyone wants to know what really happened when something major goes down. That's true. I'm actually fairly anti-conspiracy theory. I always have been. I've always thought I was stupid. Surely that's not true. How can someone be so dumb to believe it? So I guess I want to kind of do this to see if any of them take my fancy and any of them can convince me. Uh, that's fair enough. I mean, when I read things like, like silly, silly conspiracies, like Earth is being flattened, I just like, it's just 
I just find it really interesting that people like just believe that sort of stuff and like coming coming from a science scientific background, like you're you've always got a question and also like looking at conspiracy theories, you, it sort of like justifies why you're right as well, I guess. Like like I reckon there is some weight in some conspiracy theories, but a lot of them just don't really don't really add up if you think about them. In my opinion anyway. Yeah, and that's what I've notoriously not liked about them. Which is why I'm not really into into serious ones at all. I I like light-hearted ones. Mm-hmm. I think they take my fancy. There are quite a lot of proper jokes, funny ones out there, though, aren't there? That they don't take themselves too seriously. Yeah, there are there definitely. Are. Do you remember that one about Lady Gaga having a cough? <laughs> I, I swear that did the rounds on every school. I, I sometimes think about that one, like when we're back in school when Lady Gaga, when everyone's, and then no one talks about it anymore. And then like when she's like doing, like she's got a new album out or something. Like, oh yeah, everyone used to think she had a cock. So <laughs> I don't get why, why it was such a big thing as well, because it wasn't just like one person randomly said it. Like what a cock. Or... Yeah, like everyone, everyone had this proper thing about Lady Gaga as if her having a cock would be an issue anyway. Yeah. She wore a meat dress. I wouldn't be that surprised if she was packing a todger. It's just more meat, isn't it? I mean, I guess at the time that that, that first kind of came out, I think I was in year six or seven or something. And at the time then, I was quite naive. And I guess the idea of a woman having a cock was really strange to me and something that I couldn't even see as happening. Yeah, I guess, I mean, it was, like, while we were quite young, like, it was it was something that went around when we were, like, I don't know, I want to say, like, 11 or 12, maybe, around about that time. It was definitely, it was definitely like, well, for me, it was definitely in, like, middle school when that sort of went around. If for you guys, yeah. it would have been, but... But, like... If you were 11 or 12, I'd have been 10, 11. The thing is, though, people speak about them with such credibility... And then they just get forgotten. Do any of you guys remember the cheese touch? Well, I swear that was just in the. Well, that was no, on that a was just film, wasn't it? That was just in a book. Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Did that not go around your school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not a conspiracy. Nah, nah. My... It's definitely not. People a at conspiracy my primary school. Thing, it? They used to, like, I remember people, because we all must have read the books, because everyone, everyone knew about it. Yeah. And then there were definitely a couple of people who took it too far. They thought it was real. We were victim of the cheese torture. I mean, I don't know if I still have it now, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as you passed it on, then it's oh, gone. I can't remember if it did. It's like, you never know if you're still it. A game of, like, tag. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you don't, do you? Like, you might be walking around if you reveal that secret. Like, if you walk into the high street... Perhaps not now, but if you walk up your high street and all of a sudden you shout, I, I'm it. At least one or two people are going to run away from you. I doubt it. I mean, maybe we live in very different places. Say you're just roaming about Tesco and you shout, I'm it. You're not going to see some middle-aged woman pegging, well, I mean, are you? All you have to do at the minute is just cough and everyone will just peg it. So. <laughs> that's, that's true. Cutting edge humour from, from Thomas Darts. Now we used to, uh, there was a girl in our school that not, I'm not gonna lie. Not many people liked, but this this girl was she got unfortunately got bullied quite a lot, and it was like we had this like cheese touch thing where if you got touched by her, you were had her her germs, and then you'd pass it around. 
But like the thing, the thing is, she was just like so annoying. Like she was almost like she didn't deserve to get bullied. But but what you're saying is that you condone it because she was annoying. <laughs> she was well annoying. <laughs> there you go. Life lesson from Thomas Dodds: If you're annoying, you deserve to be bullied. <laughs> <laughs> the worst Johnny podcast does not approve of bullying. Oh, dear. No. <laughs> Anyway, let's move on to our first talking point of today. Walker, I hear you have something uh, interesting about Australia. Oh, yeah. So, as I said earlier, more of a fan of the light-hearted kind of conspiracy theories. And I've got three for you that you can choose from. So, the first one um, relates to Prince Charles. And... It suggests that he's actually a vampire. Makes sense. Because apparently he's a descendant of Vlad the Impaler or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that's the first one. The second one, probably a bit better, um, I saw it on Twitter, is that Cesc Fabregas is actually Osama Bin Laden. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh man! <laughs> no, 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 no. On on this on this uh, thread, there's fourteen tweets in this thread, all about Cesar Fabregas being Osama bin Laden. <laughs> After reading fourteen tweets, I was starting to get into it a bit. Talked. <laughs> So there's that one, and then the third and final one I've got this week's pod is um, that Australia doesn't exist. Oh my! We've got some strong topics for the first day. So we shall we go with a Cesc Fabregas? It's hilarious. That's how... <laughs> I'm absolutely killed off just by the fact that Cesc Fabregas might be the son of Martin for all we know. You never know. So it's up to you which one you want to discuss, and I'll go through it with you. Yeah, we'll go. We'll go with Cesc Fabregas first. Like Cesc Fabregas. Here we go. <clears throat> so, according to a reliable website called Pictriev, I've never heard of it. Um, it compares face likeliness, not likeness, but similarities. And it says that Osama bin Laden and Cesc Fabregas have a 78% similarity. And according to this thread, given that Osama bin Laden probably had plastic surgery in order to make himself look more like Cesc Fabregas, that's quite high. But that's not all it says. It doesn't just go with facial similarities. It goes on to suggest that every single time Bin Laden was in the news, something happened with Cesc Fabregas. So, um... Now, I've, I've got up in front of me here, because we do our research here at the pub. I've got a photograph of Osama Bin Laden which has already now put a sting on my laptop. And in a separate tab, 
I've got a photograph of Cesc Fabregas. We've chosen to use him from his... Uh, <laughs> just yeah, just casually, just across the taps. <laughs> um, I've got to be honest, I, d- I don't see it. I mean, for one, I don't, I don't back Cesc Fabregas to grow such bountiful facial hair. But maybe the eyebrows? But that's a stretch. This thread actually says, if you shave Bin Laden's beard... Then it's uncanny. Wait, hang on. Let, let's have a re-Google. Osama Bin Laden without beard. Let's dredge him up. Get the razor out, boys. Let's go. I like, there is actually a lot more similarity. I mean, this is this is a mock-up. It's not an actual, this is what he looks like. Oh, no, there's a younger one. Younger-looking Osama. I don't know how valid this is, because it is from a website called freakingnews.com. Fucking hell. <laughs> so, obviously, the first bit of evidence... But it's it's good enough. Uh, so obviously nine eleven happened, and then America went to go and invade Afghanistan with the purpose of finding Bin Laden, and apparently the CIA couldn't have found him in Afghanistan, and they couldn't have him staying there, and they couldn't have him in the US once they caught him. So instead, they moved him to London. And this is where they take advantage of the bit like <laughs> So there's Nick's lookalike from fresh off the trip from Barcelona. I mean, if Osama Bin Laden was going to sign for a football club, it would be one called the Gunners. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake, man. So apparently... He's been a lifelong Arsenal fan and apparently had an exceptional footballing ability according to this thread. So it made sense. Wait, you're saying that Osama Bin Laden was a lifelong Arsenal? It says, of his exceptional footballing talent to cause him to turn into a professional star. So which London club did he to join? The team that he supports in Arsenal. And there's actually... I think it's a, it's a bleacher report that says Osama Bin Laden, the death of a die-hard Arsenal fan. I mean, this changes everything. So in 2003, America invades Iraq. And apparently they knew that it would expose many of America's wrongdoings. They must have been up to some dodgy stuff. So they need a distraction. Enter fresh-faced Cesc Fabregas. Is this actual Cesc Fabregas at this stage, or is this now Osama? It's Cesc Fabregas, whose identity was stolen. Right, okay. I'm with, I'm with you so far. So apparently, Fabregas, surplus to requirements at Barcelona is in the academy. Arsenal then picked him up, and then the government swapped them out. What this doesn't say is why they'd want to hide Bin Laden, what the benefit of that would actually be. Well, I feel like that's opening up a whole new conspiracy that's far too sensible for our discussion. Why, right. why... Let's not go into that then. Yeah, Bin Laden's, a, Bin Laden's another day. Serious Bin Laden's another day, let's just say. It's a bit of evidence about the temperament of Cesc Fabregas or Bin Laden, showing that he is quite an aggressive person. It could well be. So in 2004, apparently the press had leaked some story about a person in Al-Qaeda who was in prison. So they needed to plant a distraction. So uh, 
Arsenal played Man United in, I think it must have been the FA Cup because it says the Invincibles here and they, they got beat by United for Wayne Rooney diving. And then apparently a mass brawl broke out where one mystery player made the headlines by throwing a pizza at Sir Alex Ferguson. I'm guessing that player wasn't Patrick Vieira. No, it was not. That player was, in fact, Cesc Fabregas. Shock. There we go. So a few years have passed. Nothing's, nothing's really happened. It's uh, 2007, and then someone called Benazir Bhutto uh, lets out a dirty secret, apparently, of the death of the Bin Laden character. Bin Laden character? Yeah, I'm not it's sure what's going on about here, but... He's, all, he's well, just one he cog in the ever-turning wheel, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but in order to cover it all, Cesc Fabregas plays his best season ever with Arsenal and almost makes them Premier League champions single-handedly. You said in order to cover it up, I've got a slight problem. Are you suggesting that the same people that are going to be interested in American politics and foreign affairs are going to be those people also interested in the Barclays Premier League? Well, the Barclays Premier League is the most well-known league across the world, so yeah. (laughs) But you you don't go down to the terraces get a nuanced discussion on foreign affairs. No, why wouldn't it work the other way around? Alright, I'll allow that. So fast forward to 2011, the death of Bin Laden, the actual death that everyone knows, not this cover about before. Apparently before too many questions can be asked about it, Cesc Fabregas goes AWOL from Arsenal training to attend a MotoGP and then leaves for Barcelona, stealing the headlines yet again. Bin Laden goes on to 2013, Cesc Fabregas gets to work to organise the Barca play in order to fulfil his next mission for the CIA. So, right, that's why he's been captured. Cesc Fabregas slash Bin Laden now works for the CIA. Right. Nick's next mission to conquer is Syria. <laughs> so, a headline from the Daily Mail in March 2012 is Lionel Messi and Barcelona teammates send secret signals to Syria's gun-smuggling rebels during El Clasico. What were they doing? Lining up in a set formation? <laughs> Apparently what had happened was Messi dribbled from the halfway line to just in front of the box, passed the ball into Pedro, Pedro puts it in the goal. If you track from where Messi started to where Pedro kicks the ball into the goal and scores, apparently it takes you straight in to a place in Syria where... The US wants to crack down. What do you mean takes you straight in? <laughs> so they basically they superimpose the path that Messi took and that the ball took in this game on top of Syria. And it supposedly gives you a route from a military base, that's a friendly military base, straight into where the US wants to attack and destroy. I suppose it gives them a clear path and it's the safest way of doing it. That has to be the most tenuous link I've ever <laughs> Like, it's, if, if you superimpose that route onto any individual map in the world of any description, you could probably get some sort of route. Like, what do people think when Rory Delap used to launch them in at Stoke? Is that advocating the Blitz or something? All right, hater. <laughs> hater. 
Be a hater on the theory. I love how you open by saying that your anti-conspiracy theory you don't believe them. Now you've called me a hater for saying that I didn't try and communicate with Syrian refugees. You just don't understand, Hilton. It's all it's all there. All the pieces are there. New world order is coming. So, final point, in case. Uh, 2014, Syria's on its last legs, apparently. The government's collapse in Syria is on the verge of being taken over by a group led by a former CIA prisoner or something. And then, all of a sudden, Seth Fabregas crops up holding a Chelsea shirt that he's just signed for Chelsea. Yet again, stealing headlines. Once his mission's complete, he's free to join Monaco, win the league at like 69 years of age, with full of Botox. And quite frankly, I think it's undeniable proof that Cesar Fabregas is Osama bin Laden. I mean, I feel, I feel like that deserves a round of applause. I'm not going to give it to you, but I do feel that like deserves one. We've got some snaps here, let's go. <laughs> yeah, whether it's true or not, I'm impressed with the amount of effort that's gone into putting that together. That person has done some digging. I mean, I respect the fact they've managed to correlate each individual Cesc Fabregas transfer or major current affair with something that Osama Bin Laden did, because that makes me think one of two things. Either that's a ridiculous coincidence that this person happened to be either a Cesc Fabregas or potentially Al-Qaeda fan and stumbled across the other party's action. Or alternatively, Every time Cesc Fabregas had a transfer, someone somewhere along the line has gone, you know what, lads? I don't think this is actually Cesc. Which means that they've managed to find a major terrorist capable of playing football at the highest level week in, week out, and swapped him in with somebody who went through the Barcelona Academy, and none of us have noticed. There you go. Well, I'm not sold on it, but it is a good story. It sells sells papers. Quite a good story. I quite like it. It's one you want to believe. We wish it's true, but I doubt it is, unfortunately. I'm going to have to stick that one in the uh, not believable pile. And I don't know. You can't buy it. I mean, we, uh, we could go into why not. <laughs> <laughs> Someone on the thread put, Bin Laden has a white turban and the team he plays for also has white on their jersey. Oh my God. I don't know. How <laughs> the links are there. Why didn't you open with that? That would have sold me. <laughs> There's too many coincidences, I'm afraid. There must be something underlying all these things. <sighs> An unbelievable effort, nonetheless. Yeah. I mean, reading it back, it doesn't really add up that well. I mean, we probably should have gone with the Australia doesn't exist one. It's, got it's one for another week. It's one for another week, I think. I think we should move on to our uh, serious conspiracy of the week from Hil- Henry Hilton. What do you have for us? I mean, you've said serious, but after we've just spent God knows how long debating if Cesc Fabregas and Osama Bin Laden are actually interchangeable beings. <laughs> I'm not... I'm... I think that's quite that was serious. quite serious. Like... You can't get much more serious than that, really. <laughs> it got more serious than I intended it to get, I will say that. I'm going to have I'm gonna have to do some research on that one. Back to uh, next week, maybe. Report back with, uh, with proper findings, scientific data. Plenty of soil samples. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that, that, the, the, the box of soil is a story for another day, I swear. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to dodge the story on every week. That, that's, that's, a, that's a conspiracy in itself. I don't know where that box is anymore. <laughs> 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 so, so, Alex, right? <laughs> this is quite funny. So, uh, 
Um, when I came back from New Zealand at the start of third year, I wanted to come to uh, I wanted yeah. to come and uh, train for pre-season at uni. Um, but yeah. because I was living in halls, I couldn't get in like when pre-season started because halls didn't open for like a like until like Freshers' Week basically. So I uh, asked around, and uh, Hilton kindly said I could stay at his. Um, yeah, very nice of him. During that summer, as you would know, is uh, the time when you collect data for your uh, dissertation, if it's a black degree, if you get me. Not something um, that I did, but... Not something you did, though, but you know, you'd know that that was supposed Something that to you're do. supposed <laughs> to do, yeah. Anyway... So I had a box of uh, I had a box of soil samples that needed to be tested, and uh, so I turned up I turned up at Hilton's gaff. Hadn't seen him in a while. He opens the door. I say, "Right, mate." Hogs all around. I was like, first thing I say to him is like, "Mate, you lost quite a bit of weight, which is quite noticeable. It's quite a true observation." Next thing, look at the fitness page. <laughs> Next thing I say is. Is it all right if I store this box of soil that you got? <laughs> it absolutely was all right that you stored the box of soil. It, it was absolutely it was good, ma- I don't know. It was like, it, it weighed quite a bit as well. It was fucking heavy. <laughs> you could have stored a small dog inside the soil bar. <laughs> so, yeah, that, um, so that stayed at Hilton's for a while. And then I ended up taking it to uh, to uni and put it in the store stores in the uh, laboratory. Where uh, the lab? Have you ever met the scary lab technician, Alex? No. No, the one. So the like, do you know the do you know the grey haired lab technician? Maybe, yeah. Well, she's a bit scary, but and she's written she's written a book on her boxing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that. That got pinned on uh, on my flat for some reason on my front. But anyway, this uh, this box of dirt went in here, the lab uh, fridge basically, and I did my test on it for my station. Didn't do very well on that, to be fair. But um, <laughs> I just left the box there, and I because I didn't want to, I didn't really want to be responsible for it anymore. So I just left it there, and uh, who knows where it is now? I had someone scrammed while the soil samples, and that's what started <laughs> COVID nineteen. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I'm not sure that holds weight. Could be a new conspiracy. What do you have to tell us about Area 51 and Hilton? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of a conspiracy that holds weight, <laughs> maybe the story in Cesc Fabregas there. So I'm not going to give you a massive history lesson about Area 51. I'm pretty confident more or less everyone will have heard about it before. We've spoken a little bit, obviously prompted from the Roswell crash very many years ago, it's something like the 50s or 60s. I don't, I don't know exactly, but it was before our time where there was supposedly a spaceship that crashed in Roswell in the Nevada desert in Las Vegas. And the official line was it was a weather balloon. But of course, as rational thinking conspiracy theorists don't believe that for a second, and it was clearly an alien spacecraft. Because why would it be anything else? And supposedly this alien spacecraft was taken to Area 51. Obviously, this was in the news, I think, was it last year? Where there was that big, there was a big campaign, Storm Area Fifty One. The Facebook, the Facebook event, yeah. Yeah, with a whole load of Grade A alpha males, or Naruto running at yeah. Area Fifty One. 
to be fair, I'm pretty confident. I signed. I think I signed up for one of the Facebook. Games, like, I think officially yeah. out. What? Because I got no bottle. You didn't turn up. The, there must have been like seventy thousand people in the group I was in. I'm pretty confident only a couple of hundred turned up. I didn't have the minerals for it. It's simple. Yeah, it was. It was very underwhelming, wasn't it? Expecting more. Well, I were expecting fireworks at the very least. Fireworks. I was expecting them to run, like at least a thousand people all to run at the same. Would time. it have worked if 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 those seventy thousand people turned up ran at Area Fifty One? Because we don't really know. Officially, it's some sort of Air Force, and there's no aliens there. There never were. There never will be. And they're just testing some mega secret planes. But if everyone ran at this Air Force base, those 70,000 people, do you reckon they could have mowed them down in time? It'd be like. Uh, yeah, I don't think it would have It'd be like. You don't. What's that for World War Z when they're like all the zombies piling up on each other? Like... On the wall in. Yeah. Is that Jerusalem? I don't know. I've never seen the film. I've just seen the trailer where they're all just like piling up. Like... I'm pretty confident it's, it's something about. Israel, but they take their last stand there or something, and they all yeet their way up the wall. What do you reckon happens? Like, if you make it over the top and you've charged, do you get like, do the American military just allow it? They just sort of take you under their wing, bring you in into the conspiracy, and then give you a weapon, get you to shoot at the others. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's not how it works. I'm pretty sure they'll just get shot. Look, some of us can dream. You, you would, you would, you would just, get, just get, shot get shot in prison. I like to think that you'd hop over the barriers. I'm assuming it's barriers as opposed to anything. Well, surely they have a fence. And they just take you in. They have a fence and then they have like, lines of well, defences. Well, it depends. If they've actually got alien, I don't know, equipment, alien weaponry, technology. technology. That's the one. Alien technology. If they've got that, they don't need no fence. If they're packing the ray gun, like... I've played a reasonable amount of zombies to know that that's going to take out a few thousand people. I mean, that's presuming that alien technology is more advanced. Yeah, but if the aliens are going to get to Earth, they would surely have to be ahead of us in their development. They might be. They might be peaceful. They might not have ray guns. Why? Why? Why would? Why would you peacefully explore Earth though? Surely, if if aliens actually had landed, this is why I hope that Area of Nothing in it. Because if there's some advanced alien race that have lost one of their mates to some base in Roswell, they're going to come after in the end. I've watched War of the Worlds. The odds aren't great. I don't fancy the, the 1v1. Don't think we're making it out of the gulag. I was going to say, like, <laughs> gulag's going to be full, like, fuck. <laughs> there's quite, some quite interesting theories on, uh, on aliens. Like, do you, do you reckon they actually exist, do you think? Or do you think it's... They must do. Like, it must exist in somewhere. The universe is so big that you, they'd have to exist. But there's some, like very interesting theories about what it means if we actually discover discover aliens. You know, so like we're we're obviously the dominant species at the at the minute on here on our Earth. I mean, and there's like there's like certain steps that different life forms through our like millions of years on the earth have gone out, have gotten over and some have fallen at these steps and are 
some people think that the next step for our evolutionary timeline is getting into space, getting into stellar travel, and and uh, exploring the universe. And people people are saying that if we if aliens come and we see them, it means that somehow we we will never be able to get over that step, and we will all die on Earth. Future of the human race really depends on it. I mean. I'm not really sure how much more we can build on that deep philosophical argument there. I don't really have anything to say. <laughs> There's a YouTube channel called Kirk's Gazart. It's a German YouTube channel and they've uh, yeah, they've done they've done a video on that. Oh, I know the one you're like, on about. What they mean if it's uh, we have we, we won't be able to get over that step basically if we find aliens elsewhere. I was gonna say there's no way that, that that coherent argument has just come out of the top of your head now. Oh, no, no, no. I've been sat on it a while. Like. <laughs> but I do see your point. That there's a, a real potential that the next step for us as a, as a species would be to go and discover other things. But that's, that's my point about if something else had found us, through sheer numbers alone, we might be able to take down one advance. But if they all come after him, maybe it's not that annoying kid that you lot all bullied at school. With the cheese touch. The cheese maybe, touch. Maybe it was one of the Donnies. Maybe, maybe it was one of the popular kids. And his little D-doids are after us next. How, how many humans would it take to kill an alien? We're not on that section yet. But, but, it, but, but, but it's an interesting point because it's got me thinking. Depends, depends what alien is. I mean, alien... Okay, what alien, about the alien? Alien versus predator alien. How many humans does it take? Oh, you got you got two or three at least, like three, four. Then what about Paul? Oh, mate, you could just you could just fucking boot him, you? Well, no, Paul can come back to life. Though. That's the thing. He can like regenerate, can't he? Can he? Oh, fuck, I can't remember. He can heal himself. Not so... I remember him healing himself. I don't think you can kill Paul. Oh yeah, he did did heal himself at the end, didn't he? Yeah, I, I need to rewatch that film. He had a big hole in his stomach, and he managed to seal it back up and carry. Yeah, no, you're back. right. You are right. I haven't seen that film in a while. Was it on Netflix? Maybe. Other streaming services are available. Amazon. I quite enjoy Amazon. But yeah. Probably on one of them. But, uh, but the thing is, the thing with Alien, when you say Alien, that's like, it's such like a wide, a wide term to use. Like an alien could mean the bacteria that's come from a different planet. Or it could mean, on the other end of the spectrum, a hyper-intelligent being that's going to destroy our Earth. Like it's just, it's just like not. It's just quite interesting knowing, not knowing what could, uh, what could be out there. Like our Earth, we depend. We're a carbon-based life form. There could be other life forms out there which are dependent on different elements, like sulfur or something like that. If their atmosphere and their 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 planet is more more of that, but it's such an anticlimax if that was the case. It's quite, it's quite, quite interesting, really. But mm. I think. I think one day there'll be contact with aliens for definite. But I don't, yeah, I don't think it'll be in our lifetime at all. I hope it is, though. I hope there's like a mass invasion when I'm like 80. Wait, you hope that we have a mass invasion? Yeah, you? when I'm 80, then I'll quite happily die in that then, at that point. Uh, I was going to argue with that, but actually I suppose if, of all the ways to go, like are you talking... You get to see it happen, and by 80, I've opened I've done everything to do. I won't have any arguments with it, I don't think. So you've, picked, you've chosen your form of death, and you're going to go with sort of 
mass extinction due to aliens. Yep. You've got to respect that in the man, really. <laughs> That's fair enough. <clears throat> I like to think that at Area 51, they might have got a genuine alien, but that it's the sort of intergalactic, intergalactic? intergalactic equivalent of a sheep. Just something completely harmless. <laughs> Just chilling there. But how did it end I don't up know, like, sheep? maybe intergalactic sheep yeah. are quite advanced compared to our sheep. Well, how, how did it end up there? That's a good question. All I'm, all I'm saying is that would carbon-based aliens taste the same <laughs> as, like, Earth-based animals? Well, we're, we're all, all the life on Earth is, like, mostly carbon-based. They have found some, there's some very interesting animals living at the bottom of the ocean where there's no, like, there's no sustenance, no sunlight, I think, and they live off volcanic formations under underground, which pump out some sulfur. So they are technically sulfur dependent life forms, but they're, they're like tiny bacteria. Ah, oh, the uh, extremophile bacteria. Yeah, yeah, basically. So I don't know if you'd be, don't know if there'd be like complex bodies of sulfur, but the thing is, with sulfur, it smells so bad. So I think it would taste disgusting. Like it always smells of rotten eggs. So... Yeah, it smells like egg, doesn't it? But then we eat egg, and that's fine. Nobody ever eats scrambled eggs and goes, fucking hell, this tastes like sulphur. <laughs> How many people have tasted sulphur? Just scrand it sometimes, eh? Like, surely it's going to work both ways. Surely something sulphur would taste of egg. No, that's definitely not how science works. Ignore that. <laughs> sulphur would taste of egg. No. But if it did, then I'd quite happily eat something Aside from the obvious poison. Side effects. You know, sulfuric acid. Yeah, as long as you could get over, get that, over yeah. it. Get over it. Just gotta get over I it. <laughs> Just try Scrum harder. It. <laughs> it's man versus food. Imagine that. Man versus food is just scranning sulfur. <laughs> Stomach starts to melt part way through. <laughs> I'm just getting my microvitamins, man. Just uh... <laughs> <laughs> You couldn't log that on my fitness pal. <laughs> <clears throat> So what are we saying about <laughs> Area 51? Then? Is it alien base or is it just a military base? Well, what do you think, Alex? What do you think? Um, I don't think they've got an alien, but I think that's where they would have one if any had landed. I think as much as it would be nice for the be. For there to be some sort of alien dude chilling there, helping the US government get by on life, giving us some technology. I just don't buy it because I don't think there'd be one rogue alien that just was developed enough to explore the, the galaxy, turn up, and just nobody would notice he was missing. Mate, he's just straight vibing in Area 51. <laughs> straight vibing in the blue vape. <laughs> the fucking blue vape. <laughs> The blue vapes are a Ventolin inhaler. You're saying no, then? <laughs> I'm saying, saying no, no, but boy, do I wish. Boy, do I wish it was true and it was poor with a, a blue vape. The blue, I'm blue saying vape. no. Dodsy, what are you saying? Uh, well, I I think I'm going to go with uh, what you said, Walker. I think uh, there's obviously something very important there. However, I, I really doubt it's aliens. Like, just the, the possibilities, the numbers... Are just like too small for it to be that case, and I think as as Hilton said, if it was intelligent enough to come here, 
then the others would follow pretty quickly. So, but I mean, the, the time spans in their space are like pretty big. Like, it's like time, time is just it's fucked up, man. It's, it's like time and space, it's just not so. I, I don't really want to go into that sort of stuff. But. I've been outvoted then, basically. Now that we have outvoted Alex. On both things. I pose the situation to you. He's, a, he's, a, he's, he's been saying he's quite a sceptic. Like, and then at the end of both of these uh, conspiracies, he's been like, oh, yeah, that's be quite sensible. <laughs> yeah, because these ones kind of make, well, obviously the Cess Fabregas one doesn't really make sense. I'd just love to believe it. Bush did 9-11. I don't buy that. Area 51, I think, definitely could be on the lookout for aliens. But not actually have any. I think we'd know if there was any there, but I think there's definitely its purpose is for alien life. Hell of a conclusion. It's a good conclusion. And now we can move on to Gentleman's Corner. We need like a jingle for that, you know. Uh, I, can, I can make one, don't worry. What does this actually involve? What are we doing here? We're doing the, we're doing the key matchup for pitting two entities head to head. In a corner for a fight for gentlemen and respect. Right. You sound thrilled. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking of You're thinking of matchups. So just have a have a think. I'll 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 try and start us off. So I did say this one last week, but how many how many penguins would it take to defeat a polar bear? I mean, I reckon one solitary polar bear is probably one of the most strongest animals in the whole animal kingdom. So I think you're going to need quite a few penguins. If a penguin w- were to attack, because they live on different sides of the earth, they wouldn't really have a much much experience with polar bear. I think you need quite a few. I think you need like 50 to a... No, that's too much. I think you need maximum 50 penguins, I reckon. I think it depends on... Whether it's on land or well, I think it's going to be on land. I think. Yeah, we'll go. We'll go. We'll go with land. Icy terrain. Icy terrain. The penguins are absolutely fucked. No, that's true. Actually, they're not very mobile. Like... Yeah, but penguins are crafty. Pe- penguins are crafty. I don't think they've got it in them. It's I not, don't think they've got enough grit. Like in the them. ones on Madagascar. Hill. Nah, nah, nah. Look, <laughs> if you if you give me Skipper and his three comrades. Oh, they'd do it easy. Of course they would. They'd absolutely one-bang that polar bear. If we're talking your your common garden penguin, then I I, I reckon you go 20... Yeah, 20, 20 penguins of moderate size are going to be able to outsmart one polar bear. Like, push comes to shove, you've got fight-or-flight instinct kicking in. If we put Dodsy up against a lion, he'd probably be, be able to give a good fight to try and break his way out of it. So you put 20 penguins all faced with life or death up against a polar bear and surely they'll have it. I'm still going with the polar bear. You can't... Hang on. No, no, no. You can't say you're going with the polar bear. I'll say how many penguins it would take <laughs> to defeat the polar bear. Not you'd back the polar bear. Of course we'd all <laughs> back the fucking polar bear. <laughs> how, many, how many penguins? I'll just how, many penguins yeah, no. how many penguins? I've misunderstood the question. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. have. Um, Back to the drawing board. <laughs> in terms of what yeah. a number then? Yes. Oh fuck. Um, I don't know. Dodgy, go with your story, and I'll have a. Well, yeah. My my uh, my name in the school. My nickname in school was Polar Bear because I had really blonde hair on my uh, 
my arms. And everyone, and I was really hairy in middle school as well, so uh, that was my nickname. Cute. Great story. That's not making the cut, but... <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll edit Alex. over it. Everything can be saved. Alex did some research on polar bears. Did I? <laughs> no, I was. I was. I could just hear you typing. So I was just thinking, you're doing some calculations to see how many penguins you could, would take a polar bear. I can't believe you misunderstood the question. <laughs> like about the fucking polar bear. <laughs> I can't oh, listen. To just do some. Just, do, uh, right. just crunch the numbers real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, boys, let's do this. I'm back in one single polar bear. No, one Why? single penguin. Because Adam Wu on Aura suggests that a single polar bear infected with the right disease <laughs> or dead and ramp or dead and <laughs> Could kill the bear if the bear tried to eat it. Have you just asked Reddit how to do that? So, in fact, half a penguin or a quarter would be enough <laughs> if it was infected. That's a great answer, that is. He also then goes on to say a human could shoot the bear with a penguin. <laughs> so then it would still take one. Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. Shoot the polar bear with a penguin? Yeah, so you like fire a gun and a penguin. You know, <laughs> Whoa, wait. That would. That would probably kill the polar bear. Well, I mean, it depends how fast penguin. the penguins travel, and like. Well, it's coming out of a gun dog. <laughs> but how big the fucking gun, like? It's like a circus cannon. Like a cannon, yeah. <laughs> ah, the the gunners. That's what that's, that's what Osama bin Laden was doing all along. <laughs> <laughs> a great link. What I was going to propose was a simple animal fighting scenario once more and I want to know who you reckon would win in a fight between a single horse sized ant or alternatively a hundred thousand ant sized horses right before we start with with this I would just like to add that recently and it's not ideal being in quarantine because there's not much you can do about it we have had an ant infestation at my house oh no so, one came from the shop the other day and she'd bought some Soleros and I was, I was buzzing because I really like Soleros. And, you know, I'd eaten it, I was having a great time and I left it on my desk, the wrapper. I went for a run, came back, there was like 50 ants inside this Solero packet. So, any amount of ants, no matter how big, I think would win because they're so persistent because we've been trying to get rid of them for about two weeks now, and they just keep cropping mm. places. Well, I mean... So you're, you're back in a single horse-sized ant over 100,000 ant-sized horses. Yep. Well, the thing is, so does ant have a similar capability to normal ants? So, so ants are very incredibly strong. However, the pros are, as I've said, incredibly strong, but ants, I think ants function better in a colony, they if you have one ant, it doesn't really know what it's doing, it's aimless. Yeah, so but I on feel... the flip side of that, you think horses get really spooked out and scared, don't they? It is a life or death situation, though. So I think I think 
if fight or flight kicked in, they would definitely flight. So, wait, so it's a fight to the death in Gentleman's Corner, and you're suggesting that one of the parties is running off? Yeah. Well, they've not lost the fight, then. Say they don't run away. They, they, they have. Well, they've not been killed. That's by submission, isn't it? <laughs> by submission. The <laughs> You've just described two different ways of losing a fight. <laughs> no. That's an automatic win to the ant. So you're saying that the 100,000 ant-sized horses fail to answer the tanker? Yep. They've hopped out of the ring and they've been, they've been counted they've, out by... They've by thrown Vince in the towel, I'm saying. Their corner's thrown the towel. Dodzy, enlighten us. Well, I think their horses are going to win. I'm not going to lie. I think not going to do it. It's not going to cut the mustard. Therefore, I feel the horses will take on... Uh, a team, a team mentality, a, colon, a colonistic mentality, may I say, and just take out the ants in sheer force, overpower it. Yes, the ant will still be very strong. It'll take a while, but after several beatings of miniature hooves, I reckon the, uh, <laughs> the, yeah, the ants ant will succumb. The ants will succumb to its <laughs> untimely death. It's an astonishing conclusion, but a conclusion I actually agree. <laughs> I reckon the horses would win as well. Does that mean I've been outvoted again? Yeah, again. For the third time. The third time tonight. <laughs> I, I assume it's not going to be the final time that we outvote you on. Oh, no. <laughs> Next week, tune, oh, in, tune in to Alex to say that uh, Australia doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler, we're going to outvote oh, him on that. Man. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, we've got a few, we've got a few would you rather's to finish up on. Uh, I haven't got, I haven't done mine. Oh, fuck, I didn't realise you had one. Well, there's three of us doing this, isn't there? <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. Uh, you've been outvoted on, on that as well. One Yeah, moving on. Brock Lesnar versus ten Matt Bakers. Matt Baker off the one show. Oh. As in Matt Baker off the one show. Does Matt Baker off the one show have any weaponry? He might have a rickshaw. I guess you could give him yeah. a rickshaw. Does he have? Does he have, his, <laughs> does he have his trusty border collie from the Durham Dales? <laughs> he does not. But in his corner. It's John Craven supporting him. Oh, that might make John Craven would have done a full analysis of... Uh, who's the wrestler again? I forgot. <laughs> I'm Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar, that's the one. Proper meathead. <laughs> I've got to be honest. If you've ever seen like Brock Lesnar compete in the UFC, I back him up against up to six people. But I think 10 Matt Bakers. I think 10 Matt Bakers is going to do him in. I agree. Yeah, I'm like, it's just it's too much. so many of them. Plus, Matt Baker's got yeah. farmer strength. He's got a lot of mong strength in him, probably. Yeah, he's, he's, been, he's been great. To say that, but, uh, I give you that. He's been if you wound him up, and with John Craven in his corner, unstoppable. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I still think Brock Lesnar would have him. I know. I know he's he's from the country, Matt Baker, and he will he will have a lot of farmer strength in him. However, Brock Lesnar is a He's another level of human being, I'm not going to lie. You know what, Dodsey, I, I completely disagree with your logic, and I've laid out accordingly. Yes! But in the interest of, um, in the interest of keeping the spirit of this podcast going... <laughs> no! I reckon, Brock, against him. <laughs> I reckon Brock Lesnar... <laughs> I 
Brock Lesnar's going to do him in. The tables have indeed turned. (laughs) From absolute to pure depression. A roller coaster. What a roller coaster, eh? Anyway. That's sad. That is sad. Shall we finish on some uh, would you rather's? Go on then. What have you got in store? I'm going to have to have a look. Here we go. I love how he says he's going to have to have a look after saying we'll have a quick way of something like finishing. <laughs> and now he's got to the end of the show when he's had the entirety, the entirety to plan through. We'll just make it oh, quick. Would, don't okay, worry. I've got a good one. Which would, which would you rather live in? Would you rather live in Star Wars universe or the Lord of the Rings universe? Star Wars. Star Wars. Oh, well, that was shit. Well, no question. <laughs> well, Star okay. Wars is okay, absolutely I'll, fucking I'll change unbelievable. it. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Oh, fuck me. Like... <laughs> we don't get a lightsaber in Star Trek. <laughs> exactly. Or in Lord yeah, of the Rings, for that matter. Like... Wait, so you're telling me you'd have some kid with gangly ears over no, a literal no, laser? No, I wouldn't. I'll be honest. Spock's nothing on C-3PO. C-3PO's just a droid, though. Like... The cool droids are the fucking bounty hunters, aren't they? Like nah, the cool droids are the no. gonk droids. Those little... They're useless, though. Ewoks. Yeah, that's what makes them cool. They were so good on Star Wars Lego. You can't dismiss Ewoks from the conversation. They're definitely an LSD creation. I think there. they single-handedly win. Talk about droids there. Wait, hang on. No, 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 Dodzy, calm down a minute. What do you mean they win? What, what do the Ewoks win? They win my affection. <laughs> <laughs> Such a blanket <laughs> statement. Just like, they win. Right, a hundred Ewoks... Versus Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> right, I think. And I, um, this is a, this is a, see, this is a totally different proposition. The Ewoks have a bit. The Ewoks <laughs> have quite a lot of cunning. I'm not going to lie. They took on a whole army of stormtroopers, outsmarted them to a T, and were the yeah. I I would also were the victors. As I've said before, Brock Lesnar is an absolute meathead, so I reckon the Ewoks have higher intelligence and therefore would destroy Brock Lesnar. See, I, I would agree, because there's a hundred of them. Well, we can't have this. We're all in agreement. I think just once, you've got to let it happen. Got to let it happen. Go on. As, as, a, as a charitable a charitable way to... In the spirit of, the end yeah. of this friendliness on the first we'll, part. Uh, we'll have another Would You Rather, and then, yeah, I think we'll wrap it up there. Um, I've got to think of one first. Shit. I've got one that's quite interesting. Would you rather be able to lift any weight over a thousand pounds, but you cannot physically lift anything under that, or be able to <laughs> run or walk or jog any distance more than a mile, but not less than? What? So if if you walk up a tee, then you'd have to walk a mile. Before you could get to the kettle. How quickly can you walk? I don't know, that's subjective, isn't it, I guess. Well, you can run, walk, or jog. So it could probably take you about seven minutes if you run. That's a good question, actually. Makes, make, makes, you, makes you really ponder and answer. Um, I think you'd have to go with... You'd rather do the I'd distance. I'd rather do the distance, I'm not going to lie. Because... Ooh. If you had to pick up, if you couldn't pick up something like ever, you couldn't you drink wouldn't be a able water to function, bottle. Would you? Just, yeah. No, nah, it just couldn't happen. But then it would also be like, really cool to be able to lift something over a thousand pounds. 
Yeah, it would be, but a thousand pounds is like it's only about five hundred odd kilograms. It says any or, weight, or high four hundred, any weight over a thousand pounds. Oh, I see. So you can go more. Go more yeah. So if you... So you could lift like an ocean liner. Yeah. Yeah, if you wanted to. You can't. You can't oh, lift fuck. anything less. That's the thing. Surely, surely you lift stuff more than you need to travel somewhere. I'd say so. I'd, say, I'd go. I'd go with the the. the running Especially run. now. Yeah. And what was the stipulation about, like how fast you can do the the run? Well, it says you can run, walk, or jog more than a mile, but not less than. So you could, you could roll, I suppose. You'd be so I fit though. Like if you had to keep eating, yeah, I I go with the the run, walk, or jog because you'd be able to scram so many calories and just never put on weight. But then you'd have to do a mile before you can even eat anything. Yeah, but that's okay. Just plan your day so you don't have to move very much. And then every time you do move, you get your exercises. That is just the norm now, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you don't need to move very much or like walk very much during a big FIFA session. You just lie on your bed. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with the uh, with the distance option. I would also go with the distance option on that. It looks like all three of us are agreeing at the end of this. What a nice way to wrap up. Oh, with a wholesome know, conclusion. Nice, we need to find we need to find something that can single walk out on first. No, 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 no. I mean, we can sing a walk around <laughs> anything. Anyway, uh, it's been a pleasure on our first podcast. Yeah. Thank you boys. I've enjoyed it. Thank you, boys, for joining us. Thank you very much. Unbelievable. And, uh,